No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Define Premium, Premium cannabis. cannabis. Guys, every week we say this episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by such and such and so and so. No, we say Define and Shop Tour Bus. That's yeah, true. That's You're right. I'm wrong. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> and I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. But seriously, folks, go check out Define. They have two locations here in Portland to serve you. One in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. They have the most educated bud tenders around 
They have the nicest family working there, period. I only know that because our brother Apple yeah. works there. You can go Part in. Yep. You can go into the Hillsboro location. Tell them that you listen to No Simple Road. They will give you 10% off of your purchase and a free t-shirt. A free t-shirt? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a free t-shirt, Ryder. Just for you. And if you wear that t-shirt on a subsequent visit, you will get what? You will get 5% off your purchase when you wear that back into the store. So it's like this feedback loop of discounts. It's a reusable coupon. How many places give you a reusable coupon? That you can wear. That you can I wear? I have never seen a wearable, reusable Burger King coupon. Me neither. And you probably <laughs> never exist. will. Only with defined premium cannabis are you getting this level of customer service, engagement, and love. It's just Plus, the way it is. Like we, we talk about all these cool things, like features and whatnot and, and, and stuff, but they have the best weed. Guys, I, it's true. Apple brings home it really is true. this weed all the time, and it's always the best weed that I've ever had. It, it really Every is time. good stuff. I take my job seriously picking out good weed for our shops. It, it, it's ridiculous at this point. I remember being a kid and having to smoke that weed that like hurt your fingers and had full of seeds and stems and like was gross and that doesn't even like really exist anymore all this weed is like taking acid at this point because it was like hard pressed right yeah it was it was like pressed into bricks Mm -hmm. and hit smuggled inside gas tanks so it smelled like gasoline and it was so hard it hurt your fingers that's awful yes we called it brick weed. <laughs> so you will not get brick weed at Define Premium Cannabis at their location in Hillsboro or their location in Forest Grove. And if you go to the one in Hillsboro during the week, you can meet Apple and ask for them. And also you could tell them that you are a listener to No Simple Road and you will get 10% off your purchase and free t-shirt. So head out there. Take care of your head, man. This episode of No Simple Road is as well also and two because of brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Hi Mel. Hi. What are you doing? I'm scratching my ankle. What's Shop Tour Bus good for? Presents. Yeah, it is. Shop Fun. Tour Bus is good for presents. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Shop Tour Bus makes you feel good. You put on their t-shirt or their hoodie or you look at your cute sticker on your locker and you're thinking, this is rad and so cute. Where's your locker? I don't know about the baby. I have a locker at work. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so Shop Tour Bus is on, you know. I forgot to put in my teeth. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that has, that has <laughs> nothing to do. Wow. With, that has nothing to do with shop tour bus. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, Sorry. guys, if you want a really cool uh, Grateful Dead inspired tea, go to shoptourbus.com or, or at shop tour bus on Instagram and pick yourself out a super cute one. I have the um, fire in the mouth. I have you several. Have fire on the mountain? Yes, and she I has do. a transitive night full of diamonds. We yes, I do. And boat. then I have one more, the hammock. With the oh, cute bird skeleton. Song. Yes. Bird song. Bird song. Yeah. And they got a cool sneak peek of their Franklin's Tower one coming out. That one out. Looks, looks really super cool. Dope. It's got a golden bell. Yeah. And it has a crack in it. And let me think what else is in there. Well, what's... One of our listeners um, just posted his shop tour bus t-shirt um, order that he got. He was going to a concert and... It was. I wish I remembered because it was really cool. Oh, I saw that yesterday yeah. too. I can't remember. I thought no. of something cool the other day, and I forgot to tell you guys about it. I think it would be really cool 
if when we're at JRAD and the Gorge in these next couple of weeks, if we all do like a scavenger hunt separate, right? So if you're walking around or hanging out and you see somebody in a shop tour bus t-shirt, take a picture of them. Yeah. And, like, like and at the end, we'll put together this huge collage of people ask. in shop tour. Well, yeah, I you say, can ask if you take I a picture. I say we should add all of our anything, if you see anything that we're affiliated with, because that's really cool. Like, mm -hmm. what about uh, sh online ceramics? Mm -hmm. They're awesome, too. And I see that a lot out there at shows. Yeah, and maybe the people that are wearing it know nothing about us. But we know about that. <laughs> we know about that. Yeah. We're take over the That'd lot. be rad to have a little shop tour bus collage. So head over to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. And when you check out buying your rad Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt, make sure you put in the promo code No Simple Road so that you can get free shipping. And then freely shipped to you at no cost. Didn't cost you a dime to ship it. It will show up at your house. This cool box, right? And then you open up the box, and on the inside flap of the box is this really cool hand-designed, like, lyric from the Grateful Dead with your shirt in there tucked away nicely with a bitchin' bootleg behind it and little trinkets and candy and other fun things, Jerry's hand and geekas and, and whatnots in there. And it's a cool thing. And they are very good boxes. Those are yeah. sturdy boxes. They all still they this are. is true. They, they are. They I, mine sits on my dresser and holds all of my concert tickets. And nefarious items. My mine's in my and closet and it holds a couple decks of cards. It's got some other trinkets that I've collected from other places. It's a trinket box for sure. You're a trinket box. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mine sits on the hearth of my fireplace, wide open, because it was, I got that Aretha Franklin that's, tribute one. Dude, that's that cool. I fucking love. So get yourself something. Treat yourself. It's festival season. It's concert season. You don't want to look all toe up from the flow up you want to go out there looking sharp i don't know no you don't i don't even know why i'm saying that just get yourself a new t-shirt go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram and hook yourself up and get more than you bargain for more than you bargain for no simple road no simple road no simple road Hi, my name is Tim Whedon. I'm the host of the Daddy Unscripted podcast. No, it's not just me talking with dads about being dads, and it's not just for dads, that's for sure. What it is, is a varied spectrum of inspiring stories and emotional tales from a wide range of guests that come from the world of sports, of music, and even the guy that lives down the street from you. Not that guy, but the other guy. Yeah, that one. I can pretty much guarantee you're going to get something out of every episode. So come check out the Daddy Unscripted podcast. Osiris. Why is love a battlefield? Because we are young. Heartache to heartache, we stand. <laughs> wow. Because we are young. Let's, let's start <laughs> no over. No promises, we had some, no demands. We had some, uh, what do you call it? Technical, Technical difficulties. difficulties. So Look, we're still trying to learn how to use the mic. Yeah. When so I say us, I mean Aaron and all of us. Oh. So Happy birthday, Apple. Happy like. birthday, Apple. 
Uh, thank you, everybody. I'll be here another year. <laughs> well, you hope. I hope. You mean you've been here another year? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I've been here. I hope year. been here. Also, I hope you're here more than another year. Yeah, like that. That would suck. One year at a time. One year at a time, guys. Come on. I thought it was one Here's day at a time. 50 more. Oh, hey, time's crazy these days, so now we got to put them at years. So. <laughs> it's true. Hey, now. No Simple Road family. Hey Welcome now, back guys. to family, Premium Sound. Cuties Howdy out there. And calling all the cuties. And, and I guess speaking of Premium Sound, I guess we're we're, we're still learning the new equipment. Yeah. yeah. And there may have been a little something last week. Yeah, we had one of our awesome listeners yeah. actually went into the show notes and found Norm's email address in the show notes and emailed him about a high-pitched noise in the episode in the intro and i freaking appreciate the hell out of that man and i know what the problem was and i hope you're not hearing it now um we are working to figure out our shit and email us if you do yeah, yeah. and well oh well yeah, yeah. Please i mean do. you did the right thing they, they did the right thing i i love that i love yeah. the fact that our listeners have our back and they don't want us putting out goofy shit well, like, and if they want to hear it, but they like can't because of a certain sound that sucks. Like you want to hear what they have to say, but but you hear a, a high pitched dog yeah. whistle in the background because Aaron put the game floor yeah. all the way up. I'm sensitive <laughs> to sounds too, man. You live and you learn. Well, also not for nothing, but I've been to a lot of concerts, and I'm in my late 40s, and I have some high frequency hearing loss happening. Yeah, same here. It's what? Like when you ask me, can you hear that? You guys are like, I hear that. I'm like, I don't. It's hear like that quiet. app that Simon used to have that was like a bomb, but only kids could hear it. Yeah, I don't hear most of the Couldn't things you talk shit. about, but I can hear the the high pitch thing. Yeah, so it's not there now. No, I mean, it, there's a little tiny bit in the background. Well, that's your brain okay. on drugs, yeah, I f- bro. I feel like I hear it too, but I think I'm we'll figure this I'm is tripping. Just be a learning process, man. Yep. Now yeah. you all hear it. Ha <laughs> ha. Because it's been well, suggested look, now. If you guys hear it in this episode, let us know, and then yes. we'll see that we really need to do something about it. Okay. It's a thing. We might as well address it. Right. Yeah. It, right. We're gonna talk well, about the pink elephant in the room, as Melanie says. Yeah, I like the pink elephant. It's a pink elephant in the room. Not just an elephant in the room. It's a pink elephant in a tutu. It's with pantyhose. I was if you gotta think of something, think of something cute. Can you imagine? And that's how I think. elephant in pantyhose. And that's why things that are nice. Cute. I could picture it kind of like standing <laughs> up, like with its legs crossed. Like, <laughs> See, yeah, totally. <laughs> See, when I think of pink elephants, I think of the elephants from Dumbo, that like weird trippy acid thing at the end of Dumbo, and it kind of makes me scared. So I don't like pink elephants. Okay, okay. So whatever your pink elephant is. It's yours. It already made up a game. And, and don't that you're already it. using your imagination, number one. And now something that might be a little bit scary is approachable because now you're making a game out of and it. And don't ignore it because it's in your room. Exactly. And you want your room back. You want to relax in your own room <laughs> with your own room. quiet toys. There's no elephant. See? In my room. Listen, because we've cleaned it out. Okay. Are you even, La are you even paying attention? attention? We haven't even <laughs> said who this week's episode is Holly Bowling. Holly. Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Holly just bowling. threw us a curveball, a kiggity curveball. Like, like a bowling ball. If you guys aren't familiar with, you need to listen to. I'm sure our listeners know. Yeah, you guys Holly yeah. Holly is. Holly is. But Come on, man. And even if you do, just well. Put, so put what? You know what? Even if you don't, that's totally fine. This is a great opportunity to learn somebody rad, a new favorite. So when I very first heard, the first time I heard Holly was um, through Dave. Dave who? Stark. Oh really? How Stark. 
Wow. Uh, How stark. Shout out to those awesome, beautiful, we're gonna see them next week. People. Yeah. Really? We're gonna see them at J Rad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm super stoked. Anywho, Yay. The, okay. So Dave, after he came up to visit Shout out Laurel. <laughs> Hazelnut. Baby. Hazelnut. Anyway. Piper. <laughs> after he came up to visit, he gave me a CD of hers and it was just her by herself doing her thing. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like somebody actually took the time to transcribe yeah. the Tahoe tweezer <laughs> on piano, the whole thing. And I th- was blown away. I was listening to it in my car a lot. And then when we started doing the show, like obviously she's a huge part of the jam band scene. So I start seeing her pop up more and more. And then ghost light happened. And I was like, oh shit, that girl that, was playing that beautiful piano is now in a band. I can't wait to hear this band. And they did not disappoint. That's for sure. No, definitely not. And like she said too, her and Tommy had met before that and their their stuff on YouTube of them collaborating before that is amazing. Yeah? Yes. I haven't I haven't watched much of that. It's fantastic. But you the, should watch it. the ghost light stuff I have seen a bunch of that and they're one of those bands that like the live or the album is amazing all by itself but then you get them in a live setting and it's a whole completely different ball of wax like dish ah. those are some master genius level Im- improvisational musicians and here's a lighter alex oh you already had one all right Shit. anyway i'm gonna give it to you just because oh Whoa, bless you good. apple geez sorry, happy birthday sorry man. folks uh yeah that snuck up on me <laughs> yeah, happy birthday Steve. wow Ooh. so yeah, so we got Holly on the show, and I think that, I don't know, for me, I had a blast talking to her, and it's just cool to talk to somebody that's so honest and open about their trip and their journey and, and yeah. hearing her thing. And to catch her at a moment when she was really chill, yeah. chilling at home yeah. with her dog and just having a nice day, and it can't comes through and what you'll hear, it, it was really relaxed and comfortable. She's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm grateful to her, because think about it, like, you're like, no, I'm not going to look at a piano i'm not gonna touch music or anything like that but she still did an interview you know what i mean so i appreciate that like taking your your personal private time that you said you wouldn't do something like yeah and so i just want to say thank you for that because i know how precious that is to me me and we're dealing with a lot of time stuff around here mm-hmm. lately. And, and Mel <laughs> passed on the birthday month thing to her, too, because this is also oh, that's Holly's right. birthday month. Happy <laughs> yeah. birthday, Holly. So. Happy birthday, Holly. It was, it was funny talking to her, and we're like, so you're on a break, like you're hanging out at home. What do you got? You don't have anything planned for the break? And she was like, nothing but this interview. We were like, <laughs> ah, cool. Like, nice. wow. Yeah. That's, that's an honor. Yeah. And not, to, not for nothing, but... Ghostlight is going to be where we're going to be pretty soon. Where? We are the official where? podcast of the Northwest String Summit are 2019 they? this yeah. year. And Ghostlight is going to be playing oh. at the Northwest String Summit. And if you guys haven't gotten your tickets for North, Northwest String Summit, say that 10 times fast, go to www.nosimpleroad.com and scroll down just a little bit underneath the graphic for Northwest String Summit. And you will see the ticket link there. And you can click on that ticket link and click through it Ryder you gotta stop doing that dude for real you're what? blowing me out he was saying the thing ten times that yeah. you said to say ten killing times me. you're killing me small just following directions well don't do it now do it later you have to say that okay do it later okay, okay. 
Don't take things literally when we want you to shut up. <laughs> you know, I won't do that. <laughs> so what I was saying is if you haven't gotten your tickets for North Northwest Drink Summit, you should really do that because it's going to be a blast. I'm we're, excited. We're going to be there. We're going to be. This is the first year I heard about it and now I'm going to it. I mean, I know it's been around for a long time. Nineteenth. This is their. I think this is their nineteenth year. This wasn't in my radar, and uh, I mean, we weren't festival people, you know, back in Vegas. We were concert people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This anyway, is this is gonna be. I'm. I'm special. like curious to festival. see. Yeah, curious to see this beautiful space, Horning's Hideout, that people talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see the beautiful bands and people that are going to show up. So yeah, I'm stoked. Well, and Cody reinforced that yesterday too when he was visited us. He it said it even if there's nothing going on there, it's just a beautiful spot. Yeah, everybody at work has said the same thing. Like Horning's Hideout is a really special, magical place. Like the the land itself is magic. And putting a festival on land that's magic like that is something really cool. And I mean, yeah. so we have interviews so far. We've got an interview scheduled with um, Trampled by Turtles with Eric. Pigeons playing ping pong. That wow. might have, that might go down. That's that's still tentative, but it, it's it's coming together. We're gonna gonna meet the Shook Twins, who we've yeah. already interviewed. That's gonna be super. We're gonna cool. get to Heck give Holly yeah. a hug. We're going to talk to the Rumpke Mountain Boys here uh, next week, it looks like, on Wednesday night as a lead-up to Northwest String Summit. So, as I've said now, not so eloquently a few times, get your tickets, guys, for that festival that I can't say it because I North keep twisting West it. Northwest String Summit, guys. Northwest String Summit. Thank you, Ryder. That was good. I said it ten times earlier, so I've, I've got it down pretty well. <sighs> Northwest String Summit, Northwest guys. Northwest String Summit. <laughs> <laughs> Northwest String Summit. Thank you, Apple. You yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just in case you've never heard of it, and you know, like you're up in the morning and you're sitting on your porch or your couch or your car or your airplane or whatever you're doing, and you're getting ready for work and you're on your phone, like checking your email or going through Instagram, go to their Instagram and check it out because. There is some really cool stuff there. And also, if you go to the Northwest String Summit website, it's got all, like, the information about the venue, and it's got past lineups and just a ton of really cool past stuff that you could check out, and the stuff for this year, too. And, it you know, it'll hippie up to what's going down, and you can get involved. Hippie up? Hip you up hip you to up. what's going down? Yeah, man. Far out. Groovy. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. We're going to hip you up. We're going to hip you up to what's going down. And speaking of saying things on the show that become things, how about the weird shit in the creaky (laughs) door, guys? That was so funny. Yeah. Christoph (laughs) hooked it up. That that was awesome. It was like... the, you, he did exactly what you asked him to do, a door with weird shit behind mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Thank you, dude. You want to see what I'm talking about? Go it's, to go to um, It reminded me of Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> like do <laughs> I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> totally. We are meddling kids. We what are we meddling in, Apple? Come on. Life. Oh. I don't. I don't know if I'm meddling in life. I think I'm practicing. <laughs> well, it depends on what kind, how you're spelling metal too. Like I, gold meddling. When I hear metal, I feel like your hand has to be behind your back, like sticking. I'm <laughs> meddling. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, the, like what's that chick from yesterday? What? 
You're fancy if you have your hand behind your back like oh, that. Ladies first. Ladies first. Yeah. Ladies first. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about right now. Guys, I don't even know what they're talking about. No. Okay. It's an old cartoon with a little. Sorry, it's from the electric company. Electric company. A little bossy girl that needs to be taught a lot. She's always cutting the line. Ladies first. And then she learns a hard lesson. You've got to search it out on YouTube and watch it. You Does will laugh your ass down? off. She gets. Someone she did. ends up. So there's these cannibals. Don't tell them the end. Oh, okay. Please don't. My cannibals? No, well, you no, can't that's tell. not what happens. I learned a life you lesson. You won't tell. Yeah. Just like Blue, you won't tell. <laughs> Blue has an Audi. Do the research. <laughs> anyway, um, and that is a statement. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, that is that's saying a mouthful, Ryder. You have been in several severe states of confusion most of the time that i've known you my entire my existence is one long state of confusion mm-hmm. so you saying <laughs> that you've never that been more confused oh come it's on just because it's because it's my normal state yeah. it doesn't seem like it i don't even know what to say to that i you've, you've got me at a loss wow two things that hardly ever happen are happening right now confusion is contagious okay i was well, gonna say you just put your uncle in a state of confusion moving on here we go uh <laughs> So anyway, guys. You feel Collins his ass. Are you what? <laughs> Alex knows. Again. <laughs> okay. Help me Alex out. Alex like, no, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking Land about. of confusion? Come on, guys. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, that went right wow. <laughs> <laughs> well timed, well timed. <laughs> Sound effects are coming in. <laughs> yeah, they are. All right. So, anyhow, it's Apple's birthday. He's been around. I, I'm just gonna. I want to celebrate my friend for a minute. We'll, we'll, I'll say a little something, something for him. But we're gonna pass the conch. Yeah, I'm gonna pass the conch. Uh, I have the conch right Here. now. What's the, uh, the conch is now? It's it's actually conch. I know that, but we I call it a like conch. Like the conch, it's our own thing. And. Right now, that is a little uh, solar owl that has LED lights for eyes. It looks like something that would be at a trance concert or yeah. something. It's, <laughs> we'll have to put a picture of it up. <laughs> anyway. Mel got me a little a little uh, turtle one. Mm-hmm. Did she? They yeah. should be friends. Psh, anyway. My friend <laughs> Apple. <laughs> I want a turtle one. I get... The wise You're the wise owl. owl. Oh, okay, I get it. Look I'm it. the turtle. I take it back. You have even a theme. I take it back. I was going to say, it's rather probably I'm more of a turtle. Like, okay. Laid back. All right. I, I, I'll go with it. I'm I'll get you a turtle too. Fine. fine. I'll get yeah. you another one. Being a baby. That deserves I'm sorry, I must apologize. I didn't mean to create a beef. I don't <laughs> have, I don't have a turtle. <laughs> I got you licorice because I didn't. I thought you liked black licorice, but I was wrong. My dad likes His dad likes black licorice. licorice. But everyone I loves it. I specifically don't like <laughs> black licorice. Well, now you have you. a Father's it Day present. Yeah, I Thank thought it. Thank you very it. much. So, but everybody does love the strawberry licorice. Oh, yeah, strawberry licorice. And Aaron. Trying to wade Anyways, the, the con. 35 years ago, bro. <laughs> Whoa. 37? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Apple's got his math on point. Holy shit, dude. We're old. Yeah, you are. Yep. No, That's weird. I don't think that. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. Old about by you. number. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't have yeah. anything to do with the way we, we and act. And old, if your dad was like, you'd call you a kid. Okay. 37 years ago. I left my mom's house on my skateboard 
and I skated down to my friend Henry's house and the garage was open and I remember skating down the street and seeing the garage open and seeing Henry and this blonde haired stoner dude in the garage and I went over there and I got introduced to Apple and now we live in Portland. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that is technically correct. Yeah. Yeah, and, it is. And him and I have been friends ever since that day. And it's even hard to put into words. Like, my dad always told me that if you have one true friend in life, that you're lucky. And I never really knew what he meant. Like, I was younger when he said that. And I was like, I got a whole group of friends. You don't know what you're talking about. It sucks to be you. Like, you know, dumb kid doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You don't about. know nothing, Dad. Yeah. And, you know, as you get older and you change and your life changes, like the people that you thought were your friends aren't your friends anymore. You just lose contact. You don't have anything in common with them anymore. You kind of go your separate ways. And him and I never did that. Even when we were doing different drugs and didn't hang out a lot we were still friends and he's always had my back and been a part of my family's life with my wife and my kids he's the uncle to my kids and he's the brother to my wife and best friends with my nephew and just always has had my back and been there for me in good times and bad we have slept in fucking dirt together and you know, a million camping trips, 10,000 concerts, 5 million acid trips, 10,000 ecstasy trips, piles of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, it's been a long, strange trip, dude. And I'm honored to say that you're my brother and you're my friend. And I love you, man. Happy birthday. I love you, dude. I, pre I really appreciate that. I love the post you put this morning to wake <laughs> up and see that. And to see all the responses, and this speaks towards that, this one response. This is from AMCS7699. Great friends come into our lives when we least expect and refuse to leave no matter what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Anybody else want to take conch? Mel, conch? Mm. Conch. Mel's turn. <laughs> well, you guys, this has just been an emotional kind of a day already. Me and Apple have already cried and hugged it out, and it's only 2.30, so <laughs> or a quarter to three, but whatever. Um, Apple has become my surrogate and real brother in the 21 years that Aaron and I have been married. And it really is a relationship between the three of us. <laughs> like, if Aaron and Apple have beef, there is just weird energy. And if me and Aaron have beef, like, I mean, it, that goes for the whole house, but like, there's just something special between the three of us. There really is. And I love you so much, Apple, you know that. And you're my freaking brother through and through. You've proved it so many times without having to ever say you've, there was nothing ever to prove. You just did it in your actions. And you're the most genuine person I've known in my whole life. Like we just can rap together we can be silly together we can cook together clean together like you're 
the most fun playmate too. Like <laughs> you that don't mind crying. being silly. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's just, the, you know, anytime anyone will meet Apple, they just immediately wish they had an apple of their own. And that's, I'm just grateful. I get to have my own apple. Mm, Happy birthday, really brother. Thank you. That's really sweet. I felt the same. I'm, I, I'll just take a second to respond. <laughs> I I feel the same, Mary Hing, and I also thank you from like you said, you guys have been together twenty one years and it's weird as close as me and Aaron are. You know, we've talked about this, the three of us, me and you and everything. You've always accepted me because when you guys first got together I was still in a bad place. But you saw the good in me and were always kind and you have continued to be and you're one of the most important people in my life. Oh, Ditto, Apple. Ryder gets the conk. No. Conch. Oh, shit. oh, both of those? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you could do this. Yeah, look at him take the mic. Good well, man. I'm sick of bending over. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey. Never thought I'd hear you oh, say that. <laughs> what I'm the hell is going on around here? The same here? thing that is always going on constantly. What? It's the exact same thing. We can never have a serious conversation. <laughs> Well, Apple. <laughs> now I just keep going back to bending over. Sorry. Just laugh it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This Listen, is uh, like supposed to be an emotional. St- it is. This, this is week how we do things. on uh, No Simple Road, <laughs> an emotional birthday greeting for Apple. For Apple. He's ran off crying. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and Apple have been <laughs> friends for 35 years. Melanie, 21. Sorry. It's okay. You and I have been friends for most of my life. Mm. Every time. Much yeah. Yeah, how yeah. Every uh, 24. 24. 24. I'm 24. 24 years. Mm-hmm. I remember when you were born. Yep. Yeah. You would come over. I would really only see you at like parties and stuff when I was little, but you were always the most fun person to hang out <laughs> with at the parties for sure. Mm-hmm. Always. That is very true. You that is true. We're one of the only adults that would actually like play with the kids. Like a person yeah, should for play more with than kids. like five yeah, minutes. Be like, ah, oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kids are way funner than yeah, adults. You've been times. you've been my friend my whole life, and now since moving up here, you are my best friend. Absolutely, Aww. you are. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I don't have a big 20, 35 year long speech built up like these guys. I but didn't have <laughs> <built> <laughs> in. But you are my best friend. And now I'm passing the conch to Alex, and he has to say something too because he has to. Oh, it is. Look at okay. that. Magic. Hey, everybody. Hi, Alex. <laughs> I have the owl conch now. Um, Conk. Tour. <laughs> Stop it. It's whatever <laughs> we want to say it is. It's not even a shell anymore. It's, it's, it's an owl. It's a, it's a <laughs> shell of his former self. Um, um, wow. Well, I'm, I remember when I met Apple at Shango at the smoking area. Imagine that either of us would find ourselves in the smoking area. But... Uh, um, because you guys are fire. That's where all the cool oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. And uh, we worked together, and while we were at work, hung out and talked and in, like with each other and with everybody else at work and in all, you know, in all of it. And we 
like it took a while for us to spend time together outside of work even but uh it just has always felt really natural and right for you to be around me and i've always felt more natural and right when you're around me and mm. you have you were you're the like the you're like my gatekeeper to where i am now you were the guy standing there when i was like Pew, down this way i've been and um <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow that just hit me really hard um that's a, that's really cool lot. to say that's real man yeah. yeah and you're my gemini brother yeah and uh friends since the moment we met in yeah area. and it was like never any hurry never any like sense of like urgency like when you meet somebody you like want to hang out with it's like fuck i gotta like it just has all been all good things have been an all good time yeah. and uh and that goes for all you guys how grateful i am but mm. I'm just, yeah, I'm really, really, really happy that you're here. Yeah, man. Happy Aww. birthday, Apple. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, Yay. brother. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I just got to say, too, to, we got to respond to these two really quick. Ryder, same fucking thing, man. You've always been awesome. You were always, you were, you were maybe because I was older, but you weren't very far behind and being the second life of the party. <laughs> Even when you were a kid, I remember being at the Cayuga house. Like We'd all be out splattering around, swimming. Ryder'd show up, cannonball, mm-hmm. boom, and the party was on. All the kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a pretty sweet we had, a, we've had a lot of fun, yeah. and that's just begun. And you're, you're like a brother, best friend, everything. We spent a lot of, we all spent a lot of time on this porch, but me and Ryder spend a lot of together time out here. Because we're the drinkers, <laughs> and we like to sit out here and drink and get deep. And it's—I don't know what I'd do without you. And Alex, like just like I said, fucking the moment I met you in the smoking area, I vaguely remember. Your, I asked you—he was sitting there, <clears throat> kind of by himself, at the picnic table, and he's writing in a journal. And I'm like, I was like, hey man, what's up? Introduce myself. And I was like, what you writing, bro? And he was like, well, I'm writing this. It's about going in, going back. Going in the future had something to do with Hitler, and it was like a play. <laughs> it was like a play that he was writing about, and it, you know, not like a Hitler supporter, or anything, you know, but no, it was. It was. I can't remember the premise, and it was a crack up, and I immediately just thought, I need to know this dude better. And now you're a brother and part of this family, and it, it's fucking awesome. So, happy birthday, man, and. Hold on, I just have to say that I was there for that moment when Alex was like, hey, Apple, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, shit. That was a monumental question, Alex. I was there because that's when I started working at Shango. And you remember that, Alex, don't you? Yeah, it's why And you weren't going to take no for an answer. (laughs) He had decided that that was going to be his... You know what? It reminded me of that moment when in Dirty Dancing when baby's sister was going to go get hers with that waiter and then the waiter was doing that old lady and she was like tonight tonight we're gonna make it <laughs> and it just seemed like Alex was like that and we're gonna kick it tonight and I remember being there for that and so knowing that because um, I remember hearing about Alex from Apple before Me he'd too. ever come around yep. and so I had already knew about his character and so I feel like that that was a really cool moment, like a, a a snapshot in life where a beautiful moment happened. A, a, a friendship was birthed. Yeah. yeah. And 
I love you, Alex. <laughs> that, Alex is broken. That <laughs> thing broke. that thing that Alex said about um Apple being the gatekeeper to where he's at now, like Apple has a way of doing that for people. Yeah. And it's really effortless and, and never in it's not contrived or planned out or anything like that. It just sort of happens. It's the way his personality is and I feel like he'd be Poseidon with that beautiful, luxurious <laughs> hair. With this, that is a hundred percent right. No, 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 no. Right, Mel, he would no. have Mel. What? It's Santa Claus, babe. Well, he's already Santa Claus. That goes yeah, without saying. But like, this is like more than one thing. Yeah, oh. this is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. With his pitchfork on the sea, like on a rock, like giving out toys to all the kids. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he can give toys. I would agree with both those because I am a Gemini. I'm Poseidon, mm-hmm. but then sometimes I'm Santa Claus. Okay, see? I'll I'll go with that, but. You know, I know this is a Holly Bowling episode, but this is also Apple's birthday episode. Hey, and, and there's no one thing. I, we this is, yeah. Yep. This. <laughs> Thank you, writer. So like we're sitting here on the porch and you guys are listening, like we're bringing you into our world. We would be doing what we're doing right now if the mics were off. Actually, that's how that whole thing started was around our dinner table on somebody's birthday that was the tradition in our family to take the conch and say what you love about that person and appreciate them for a minute and what goes through my mind while we're doing this right now is like don't wait to do that stuff for somebody's birthday let the people that are in your life know how important they are to you right now today because we don't know if they're going to be there tomorrow there ain't no guarantee you know whenever like it all, it seems like this happens at work most of the time. I hear like so and so passed away, and the first thing somebody else their first reaction is, "But I just t- talked to them a week ago, or I just saw them, or I just like that was some guarantee that they're going to get to see that person again the next day." And so, it's really important that all of us take the time to let the people that are important to us know how important they are, and give them a hug. And tell them you love them just for no reason. It doesn't have to be their birthday. And let them know that they've affected you and, and that you love them. Because the more that we do that, the deeper our connection gets with each other. And the more that we can feel that connection and that love between brothers and sisters. And it's important. It's really important right now more than ever. You know, with everything that's going on in the world. And I don't mean to, you know politicize apple's birthday conch greeting or anything but pigeonhole but i'm doing it i don't you know whatever it <laughs> it's important man and it is i don't know i what we have here at this house is rad and extraordinary and i feel like i just want that thing to spread out into the world with great groovy weird tendrils and you know everybody should feel like that feel appreciated and it is spreading out and that's i gotta say (laughs) thank you to everybody (laughs) i can't believe all the birthday wishes have been coming in on those nice to see that yeah and uh, i got quite a few personal texts from people that are listeners that have become family i decided i love you all thank you for being part of this thank you for letting us do what we do Mm -hmm. so that's our week that's what we did. We hung out with Apple and Yay. talked to Holly. Oh, oh wait. 
There you go. I, I, look, guys, at some point, it'll get old and we won't do it anymore. But for right now, second time. It's good. a new gadget. Yeah. 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 Episodes like 100 through about one. No. <laughs> then. So. Um, and tonight, we are going to celebrate by going to see Sego. Mm. And yes. it's going to be amazing at the liquor store. So shout out to liquor store. And Sago. Triple yes. shout out to Sago. And quadruple. There's four of them. I know, mm-hmm. but I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if but you're in Portland and you yeah. don't have anything to do tonight, come up to whatever it's Is this going to come out tonight? Even if yeah. you do have something to do tonight, you should cancel yeah. that it. shit. Skip it. Yeah. Come hang out with us at the liquor store. Yeah. yeah. Calling sick. You look peaked. Well, you tomorrow's mm-hmm. Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, Is you may Labor even day? have a time off. No, Memorial day. day, whatever, man. Memorial <laughs> Day. I'm here. Day. It's, it's one of those days that I don't have to go to work, and I'm happy about that. But, so. okay, but. now that we're on Memorial Day, like, a lot of people have died for this country, whether you agree yeah. that it's a good thing or not. Like, yeah, let's no, remember the we people need that... To, absolutely. What Memorial yeah. Day is about. Yeah. Good point, right? We That's could what do it's a, hey, Ryder, we what, could way do to be on point, We could do a little moment of silence. Thank what? you, Alex. It is uncomfortable. I was just saying I didn't want to bend over anymore. Oh, you're taking He's it stealing the oh, mic from you, dude. Wow. I, have, I never think of that. I know. I'm sorry. I was yeah. just trying to hit you in the face with the mic, and now I'm going to use it to talk because it's weird. But I have a lot of people, a lot of uh, people in my life who were in the military, and thankfully they're still here around. So to all of you guys, the two Nicks and to Matt and to Jeremy and to Kelly and to Marcy and to everybody else, Travis, too, um, Thank you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. All of you that have served and all of you that are have passed away, we appreciate what we have here because of you guys. It's still here. Yeah, and to everyone who served. Let's have a little moment for them. Ready? Yeah. All right. There we go. So, we're going to see Sago tonight. Next Friday, we'll be in Eugene. For J Rad, J Rad at Cuthbert, that's gonna be amazing. If I'm really excited about the venue more than anything yeah. else. If you guys are gonna be there, uh, keep an eye on Instagram that afternoon. You know, hour or so before showtime, we'll bring our No Simple Road flag with us. We'll stick it on a wall somewhere where everybody can find us and take a picture, and you guys can come hang out, and we'll all go into the show together and cut a rug. We might not stick it on a wall. What if we held it? We might hold it. It'll we might. What if we have a Pole. We we will display it. There, thank you, <laughs> thank you. It will be fervently. Melanie can wear like a cape, like you did at School of Roses. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like wings. So we will be there, and we'll let you know where we're at, so you can come find us. And also, the following weekend is this. Um, it's a little thing. Uh, I forget what it's called. Oh, this is that. Oh, right, right, right. The um, Moves Collective? The Gorge, Dead oh, & Company. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, right. I that. forgot. Yeah, we're okay. underplaying it all. <laughs> so we're going to be at the Gorge, and we're going to really be hanging out with the whole family. And Sorry, guys, you guys are invited to come party and hang out with No Simple Road. Mm-hmm. And there's no contest. There's no uh, entry fee. There's no ticket. There's no, well, there's a ticket to the show and to get into the camping ground, but we don't have anything. I to have do with a that. secret surprise I'm going to give away to one of our people that we meet. And our amazing sponsor, Define Premium Cannabis, has hooked us up with a run of shirts. Dope ass t shirts. Dope 
fucking and a, the tent we're gonna be in their tent so it'll be easy to find us you guys and they you have did. a black and red logo with the big d on it and yes. uh the <laughs> what the big d, the big d. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say shit like that on this porch <laughs> not with Ryder here oh god you guys nothing gets by us we can't so the, i can't and i was trying to be serious but it didn't nola Nola. Came through with some badass shirts too. So yes. yep, hopefully those make it out in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, this family is the coolest family oh we've gosh. ever experienced in our life. You guys are the best. And I, I don't even know what to say. Oh, it's amazing. I'm t- so feeling the love today on my birthday just by everybody shouting out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Getting a call yeah, from I Lacey. Feel, we feel you guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lacey. They called me from the road. So yeah. Come hang out with us at the Gorge if you're going to be there. And we just gave away a pair of tickets. Thank you so Bundle much. Bundle B. Bundle B. Darwin to... picked your dog biscuit on your name, and you win. And that was no easy decision. No. Yeah, that... Well, we all, we decided that it was too hard to pick because there was several people that we like really wanted to give to, but you know we want to make it fair so we pawned it off on darwin we did mm-hmm. <laughs> and Thanks darwin to my boss. yeah <laughs> darwin was a great decision maker he was so there's a lot of exciting stuff happening guys and then northwest string summit next month so wait but we didn't even think um at the uh, bug due divides yeah. for oh, yeah. donating those miracles it, he wanted to give a miracle and he chose us to be his platform for that we so love thank you, you so much and, cody you and for are personally delivering those tickets coming yeah. over here and spending the afternoon the morning the and the afternoon us. yesterday yeah. Yeah. yeah and you'll have to come over on a sunday next time so i can hang out i missed you but yeah that's a that's a solid brother right yeah there. Yep. Can't wait he to is meet so interesting so sweet so knowledgeable like and and kind and yeah kind eyes and he'll make rarely he'll make you like bugs i rarely stop somebody in the middle of a sentence and say hey bro you have kind eyes but i did that yesterday (laughs) yeah he was just a sweet soul so thank you for thanks man gracing us with your presence for reals so don't grease us with your presence that's gross <laughs> follow us on instagram Grace. though at no simple road follow us on facebook and go to the facebook group no simple road family and get involved with the folks there also there is the reddit group r forward slash no simple road if you are a fan of the redditing and then also check this out i forgot to even post this or say anything about it i have been remiss and i apologize justin for that Justin has created a No Simple Road Discord server. I, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. understand what that so, was. So I didn't accept it because I didn't want Discord is a chat room. So it's just a chat room for No Simple Road fans to go into and hang out together and talk to each other. And you can do that. Um, huh. I don't know. A chat room? Yeah. Discordapp.com is where you can get the Discord app. And then you go in and... Type in No Simple Road, I think. I haven't gone through we'll and done it yet. Check yeah, that we'll, out. we'll have to figure that one out. But if you are a Discord person, there is now a Discord server, and that's happening. And let's not forget the Patreon. Mm-hmm. We need your help, wow. guys. Things are getting bigger. We're doing more. More things are happening. We, we said this at the same time last year, and it was true both funny. times. Yeah, it's this happening. Is when it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Every year, yeah. every summer, things start blowing up around this time, and mm-hmm. we need your help. We need help to get to. And shout out to everybody who's 
hooked it up. We need help to get to Northwest String Summit and to do the things at the Gorge and to keep the hosting going and to pay the rent. So we love you guys and we need your help. That's patreon.com forward slash no simple row. Become a financial partner with this family and help us keep gas in the bus as we cruise down the road at 100,000 miles an hour at the speed of light. I don't that's, know. That's too fast. We're going to get a ticket. Okay. We don't want well, it. It is a magic bus, but tickets. we still need gas. <laughs> you have plenty of gas for all of us, Apple. He's oh, full of hot air. And and let us. Oh, wait, wait. No. Go ahead. Finish with the business. I was. That was um, oh. Go to Apple. No. The, don't. We can't just minimize that. So I, we got a new host for our podcasting. And. On that shows the methods of listening. Like 75% of the people that listen to No Simple Road listen to it on Apple Podcast. Mm -hmm. So all of you that are listening right now on Apple Podcast, if you would just go in and leave a five star, just tick the five stars right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. We're I'm not going to stay. Stop saying it. Is it is a personal request from the original Apple, okay? I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to do it right it's now. It's a birthday present. I yeah, give it. Apple a birthday present. Leave yeah. us a little five-star. Cha-ching, done. Then you can move on with your day. That's a huge deal for us. So it. It really helps the show. And do it right now. We love you guys, and I'm, we appreciate it. And Mel's doing it right it. now. I did it. What, Apple? Five-star review. I was just going to say, I was waiting for Mel to bring it up, but... Uh, because I, I have decided to uh, thank you for everybody that helped us with the GoFundMe thing mm, to get all yeah. this incredible equipment. Me and Melanie have now named our mics now. Oh, shit. That's so right. What's your mic's name, Mel? My name, my mic's name is Dr. Jams with a Z. So how did you come up with Dr. Jams? That's not one of the people that donated. Well, no, but I saw that there were so many people. And so what I did is I took the first letter of everybody's name and I mixed them up, and I came out with Dr. Jams. I love it. There was maybe a couple letters that I left out, but I could use it somehow. That's cool. Yeah. Apple? It incorporates everybody. Yeah. I came up with mine this morning. It goes along with my color scheme kind of and everything. I was going to do the same as Melanie, and when I looked at what she wrote down, you had one vowel to work with and a whole bunch of consonants. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> but mine is called Sunshine. Oh. Yeah, it incorporates all of us, all the love. That's what it means to me, the bright orange color. And then I can say, here comes Sunshine. Uh, <laughs> wow. Ryder, you don't have one yet. We'll yeah. get mine, and then it'll have okay. a name. And Sunshine Daydream. Well, yeah. let's let's qualify that. We did order all the mics. Yeah, One of them was faulty, and we are returning it. We have returned it to the sender, and we are sending us a brand new, fresh, sparkly, clean, working one. You see, what happened is it decided that it didn't want to be Aaron's mic, and then it was my <laughs> mic true. for a minute, and then it decided it didn't want to be it my died. mic either. It, it totally died. It was like, died. I'm out, guys. So, and as we said, I think a couple weeks ago, or la it was last week, I, I, had, I named mine Buzz. This is Buzz. Buzz. Buzz the microphone. Not Buzz Lightyear. No, Buzz no, the microphone. microphone. Alright, so that's all the business. Patreon, Reddit, Discord. T-shirts are coming to the Gorge. They will be online after the Gorge when there's some left. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. That's it. I don't yeah, really have up. any... I gotta do my hair for tonight. Yeah, you do. You loving one another. Yeah. Loving each other, exactly. Come on. And Holly. Holly. Thank you so much for spending your break with us and giving us your time so generously and being such an amazing human being and such a talented person. And we love you. And we can't wait to give you a hug at Northwest String Summit. Woo!
So. Well, I won't be. So. They'll give you a hug for me. Without further ado, we bring you Holly Bowling. What Apple saying, dude? Why? Why when the mics come on do you start? Enjoy your family while you have it. Enjoy your family while they're here. That's that's the the takeaway from what was happening before this. You're my family, Ryder. I enjoy you. Enjoy your family while I'm here. You enjoy my family. You enjoy me. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hi. Morning. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. Hi, Mel. What you doing over there? I'm making really shitty bowling pins. That's okay. Why? Why are you doing that? Why would you be making shitty bowling pins? um, I think you're a fabulous artist, babe. Well, I I just said I'm not the best. I'm all right. I'm getting better. But um, but why are you making them? They're aesthetically pleasing. Well, I'm making bowling pins because I'm using the two L's. Maybe is there two L's? One L. Well, I made an extra L. So you could put two bowling pins she's together. That awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like who? keys. Who? 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 Holly. <gasps> Holly who? Holly who? Holly bowling. Oh my Holly god. Bowling. This is awesome. <laughs> we got there. We did it. Let's do this. Yay. <laughs> Are we going to call her? I mean, if I hit the button. That's what we do, right? We're going to Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? There is a whole troop of us here. How's it going this morning, Holly? Going good. <laughs> that was a lot more voices than I expected to hear at once. We were all giggling. We are all giggling as you uh, came on. Yeah, we're all making each, ourselves laugh as we as the phones ring. And Skype has this really wonderful like sing song tone, and we're all singing along with it as it's dialing you in. So, good morning. Welcome <laughs> to the porch. This is Aaron. Good, How are you doing? Good Good morning. I'm doing well. How about you? I am fabulous. I'm going to let the rest of the crew do their intros. Mel? So, Holly, just first. so you know, there's four of us. Um, I'm one okay. of four. Um, I'm Melanie. Aaron and I have been married for 21 years. So, that's he's we're each other's sidekick. And then we have... And I'm Apple, and I am part of the family here. Been friends with Aaron since we were 12, and known Melanie 21 years now. And then we have... I'm Ryder. I'm the nephew. I um, haven't been married to Aaron for 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I know, right? Just a little, you know, um, uh, know, info so that you know what you're getting yourself into today. Yeah. So... What I didn't you, realize when you guys said the family, it was literally a family affair. Yes, Very literally, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes, literally. And we all live in the same house together, and it's super yeah. fun and weird and crazy. And thanks for coming to join us on the porch this morning. Super cool. Thank you. Sure. So, Out of curiosity, where are you guys? We are in Portland, Oregon. Where are you? San Francisco. Oh, oh nice. cool. Okay. We're neighbors. Right on. So Kinda. when you come Howdy, up fellow visit, West Coasters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, man. Like, I noticed that ever since getting into fish, like all the fish fans and fish shows are back east. Like, what's the deal, man? Come on. I don't. I mean, they've been a they've been a northeast band from the beginning, right? That's not a. Yeah, that's true. I I just I think it's a selfish wish that (laughs) there was just more. more So, what are you up to this fine Sunday morning, Holly, besides hanging out with us? 
Um, absolutely nothing. Nice. I have a, yeah. we're on like a week long break. Um, we just finished up six weeks, um, ghost light that is. Mm-hmm. And then we're back at it again in a few days. So I am cool. kicking it at home with my, my dog and my very own bed and doing a whole lot of nothing. Your dog's <laughs> I know. Yeah. Resting those beautiful fingers of yours. <laughs> What's your dog's name? <laughs> what was that? Roger? What's what my dog's name? Yeah. yeah. My dog's name is Thorin. Oh, Thorin. Mm. That's that's Thorin, like the Danish name, not like Sauron, like the dark, evil oh, character okay. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We're, we're that's not a, monsters. That's exactly <laughs> where my head went. I was like, oh, she's the Lord of the Rings fan. So, <laughs> so Holly, these times must be super precious for you in between the tours. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So is that... very grateful for the time. Yeah. How often are you on the road? Um, I don't know. It it kind of varies. This year, like uh, January was super mellow. February, I was out for like some runs here and there. I did some shows with Rare Road Earth, and um, and then like you know, March, April, May have been super super heavy with Ghostlight being out. Summertime will be just weekend festivals, mm. um, cool. which is which is nice. And then um, yeah, that whole like, I have a feeling sleeping fall's going your... to be pretty crazy as well. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. And I mean, just look at like, you guys are going to be on jam cruise and, and all the stuff that's going on. It's, it's crazy. Like it, the momentum behind Ghostlight is something special. And that album is really cool, man. Like, well done. It is. Thank you. <laughs> it's ethereal and just beautiful. When we, when we do interviews, like typically we'll go out in the morning and I'll hang out on the porch and put the album on just to like get in the vibe of who we're going to be talking to. And Apple and I both looked at each other this morning and we were like, this is so different and ethereal than anything that's going on out there. And then I was looking at the, like your artist page, like the Ghostlight Band website and Uh the description of how the album was made is so interesting and cool and i think it's really neat holly and kudos to you guys that you'll like honestly admit that lsd was a huge part of the recording process of this thing like that was part of the (laughs) magic of it i think that's really cool yeah it's funny that was really like so that was really like tom and reina's um like songwriting process you know um for the for the album i'm also a fan of microdosing for um all kinds of things whether it's like creative pursuits and writing or just like uh snapping out of a out of a funk and trying to like reset things um but yeah as far as the album's concerned it was really that was really those two's uh you know their their strategy or their doorway (laughs) so when you all come together what does that look like so they come with this like awesome you know lyrics or whatever like and then you guys all come together in the studio. What's that process like? I mean, this this thing was really weird because we weren't a band yet, right? Like when we made this album, we all that was the first time that we were all in the same room together, what? right? Like okay. Tom and I had played together. Um, I had played with American Baby, so Rain and I had played together in that context. Um, and then Scotty uh, Zwang was playing drums with the babies. Uh, towards the end and we did a couple gigs together and we had run across each other in the past so like all of all of us had played together in some permutation um i had never even met 
the, uh, the, the person who was Steve, our bass player at the time. Um, and so this was like, you know, when all five of us walked into the recording studio and started rolling tape for this album, um, we had never hung out together, much less oh, played wow. a note of music together. So this record is really like, it's a snapshot of us becoming a band, you know, like that is, wow. Wow. that is the very beginnings on, you know, on the record. And so, so, and a lot of the songs were, were like partially formed. Everyone was, you know, bringing stuff in, but none of it was like, okay, here's the song. The lyrics are finished. The, you know, the song is titled, the parts are all set. Like everyone just needs to play the part that's set up for them. It was super, super raw. And so it was like, oh, well we have this, like this guitar theme, like here's, here's, you know, the song. Um, but we don't really know what happens next. And like, here's half the lyrics. And, you know, this, this whole thing was like so raw and, and new that, even when we were done in the studio for the most part and went out on our first tour, we still didn't have names for half of these songs. And like some of the like structures and, and lyrics and things were still kind of in flux and changing and evolving. So it was like, it wasn't like we went out and, and like got this thing, uh, you know, very prescribed and then like recorded the, the final, you know, uh, extremely set in stone thing this it was like a process of becoming and then as things coalesced and like clicked into place in a, in a spot that felt good that those are the moments that we captured that became the record you know so it was right like on. super super weird way to go about it and i think pretty backwards of how most bands or albums are formed yeah, but you know <laughs> what it, it makes sense though to me hearing you say that like as an improvisational musician, it seems to make sense to like be improvisational about the process. I, it kind of goes together. Yeah, I mean, in the approach, sort of. I mean, there's really no, there's not like, it's not like it's an improv heavy record, you know, for a band that improvises as much as we do in the live right. setting, the record is really like the polar opposite of that, which is super cool to have those two polarities and, and really get to dig into both sides. Um, but yeah, like the overall approach was, it, it was definitely like we were still discovering things and, and finding things out. And um, there was like a spontaneity to it as, as it was coming together. Yeah. And so it, right now too, like you're um, the touring, these are the first times you are playing as a band together now. How is that going? Uh, what do you mean? Like you just did the, the album and that was like really raw. And so going out to promote the album, these are the first times you guys are playing as a group in like now is it not like you know what I mean like well so we recorded the album in like we started doing that in I think January of last year and then so in between that time and now which is over a year we've been touring pretty okay. nonstop. so okay. we actually like we recorded the album and then we went out and toured with no recorded music available anywhere, wow. <laughs> which is kind of a funny thing. Like, Hey man, come see this new band that you've never heard of. Okay, cool. Where can I check out their stuff? Yeah. Well, you can't, you're going to have to just go well, based on faith and like roll the dice, which is super cool that people, you know, trusted, uh, trusted us enough to come out and check it out. But so we've been playing, um, since then, it's been just over a year of, of going out and playing shows together. And the album came out in March. So it was about a year of, of, Wow. You know, being a band before we got to put that thing out that we had been working on the whole time. And well, it's going to remind Aaron and Melanie because we did hear you guys last oh, year. Right. We went to High Sierra Music Festival. Oh my God. 
you played like the late night set, which we were. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that we, was a fun one. Yeah, and we didn't get a chance to get in and see you because we didn't realize you had to buy separate tickets, like for the late night performances. But we laid oh, in the yeah. grass. We laid outside of the hall in the grass, in yeah. the grass listening to you guys, and it was That's amazing. Nice. Me and me and Aaron were talking this morning that your your music just has it has like an ethereal mm-hmm. like tone over it it's like an adventure and it's it's just amazing the sound you all have together you know holly i wanted to ask you something you bring up something you know you said the first time that we played together that recording was the first time you guys like all hung out and as we all know people are weird like it can be hard to find people to hang out with and People, people are weird. Musicians, like even more so, Doubly you know. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what have you found, like a group of people that you feel like personally you really gel with, and that it's like that magic is tangible for you after getting in there with everybody? I mean, honestly, this group of people gets along really well. Yeah. Like it's it's a pretty good band vibe, and like there's there's a lot of laughter all the time too, which is uh, which is good because you know we take the the art of it really seriously and you know touring is hard and you know you have a bunch of people that are like really committed to, to taking this thing seriously and um and and are pushing themselves really hard if you did, if we didn't have the laughter <laughs> to keep the levity totally. um, i think things things would be tough but like that's not the vibe you know every everyone is really committed and and everyone really like looks out for each other and and is really committed to to just you know, helping each other grow and helping this band grow in the best way possible. It's been like, it's been a, a shockingly good combination That's of personality. So cool. Like that, that just speaks to like destiny and, you know, the following your fun and letting it lead you somewhere and then being open when opportunities arise and just going for it. I think that's badass. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, well, I, and it right. comes through like you just talking about that. That's how kind of we live. That the laughter is a big part of life. <laughs> if you can't laugh at yourself <laughs> in situations, and watching you guys, we watched and listened to you guys all the time. But this morning we were kind of, you know, jamming for the exam, watching a whole bunch of live performances. You all look so happy on stage. I mean, you can't, <laughs> it's so genuine. You can't fake that happiness fake the and the looks on your faces when you're playing. And looking at each other, keying off each other. It's amazing. I want to... Can we go Yeah, back? I mean, it's cool being in a band where, where uh, you know, your bandmates can still do... I mean, not that we've been a band for that long, but to have those moments where someone does something that, like, surprises you or really just, yeah, you can't help but smile, you know? Mm-hmm. I- and as someone who's, like, you know, I've spent so much time doing solo stuff where that, like, you're, you have to be, like, the sole... Uh, manufacturer of all these things to have like something that flies across you from the other side of the stage where you're just like holy shit holy shit yeah. that happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's do that let's run with that you know that's a, that's a cool feeling do you do you find it difficult because you came from you know like you said that you were steering the ship it was you that was it like when you get in the mix with a group like that was it an adjustment for you it is for sure, um, and it's something that I really wanted. And I, the cool thing now is, like, you know, there's things I love about both, and and I, I haven't had to like pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a part of me that like, sure, I miss getting to like 
turn on a dime because I have a new idea and just being able to do it myself because it's, you know, a band of one. Um, and I, I still get to do that with my solo stuff, but there's also like a, something really cool about not being the only one in the driver's seat and being able to like throw out an idea and then have someone else come back with something different. Like it's a, it's a conversation instead of an inner monologue. And it's just, uh, you know, for me, I feel incredibly lucky to, to get to do both and to have these two different, um, you know, styles of playing music and, and musical itches that I want to scratch. And I, I don't have to pick one or the other, you know, I'm still doing the solo stuff. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, going all in with Ghostlight and, just to get to do both of the things that that really make me happy musically is uh Mm -hmm. it feels like a pretty pretty lucky situation to be sitting in yeah congratulations holly that's awesome what a cool uh place to be in uh, a career that you feel like yeah i'm doing what i love i'm doing what's fun um i don't have to choose if i can do one or the other like that's a really great place to be your parents must be super proud (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i would be <laughs> yeah totally i totally no they they, they are those they're great they come out to shows and stuff but uh it's it's uh it's also like when it's like a yin and a yang those two things too right like just when uh you know like when i'm playing solo it's like there's no one else to pick up any slack so if i'm not feeling particularly creative that night or if i'm you know having one of those nights where your mind wanders like it's like a laser focused precision when you're the only one on stage making music. You have no room to fall off the, the tightrope, you Nobody's know? Got your back. Um, yeah. And it's, it's great. Um, but it's also incredibly mentally exhausting. And like, just when that gets to be, you know, a thing where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is a lot. It's almost too much. Like I, I or when I'm like longing, longing for that musical interaction and conversation with someone else. Like that's around the time when like, the solo stuff stops for a bit and ghost light picks up and I get to do the other thing, you know? And, and just when that gets to be like, Oh man, I wish I could just like throw something out and, and just, you know, I want to do it my way. Like musically, I want this to happen. And, uh, you know, being in that group dynamic, um, you know, just when that gets to be a thing where I'm like, Oh, I really miss playing solo then like those start up again. So it's like a, it's a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you said that, you know, having these two things like, you get to scratch that musical itch in both places. Has that itch always been there for you since you were a kid? Um, no. I mean, when I was a kid playing music, I didn't, I, I guess there's two things. I didn't know fully what improvisational music could be. Mm -hmm. And the second part of that is, I think it takes a certain, um, faculty with your instrument and like, and like technical proficiency to feel like you can get to that space when you're playing where you're, you know, you're not you, you're tapping into something else. You just, you're like riding a wave and have this, this freedom for ideas to just like percolate and come out. And I definitely didn't have that as a kid because I wasn't at that point of freedom with my instrument yet Mm -hmm. if that makes sense totally yeah i get that i I, like that's a process of discovery that definitely happens later i feel like listening to the dead and fish for this is for me like and taking psychedelics really opened up something that showed me there was way more than what 
I was even looking at as far as music was concerned. Music became something completely different after those experiences. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And being able to, <clears throat> to, I hate to use the word, but like being able to channel that energy and that thing is a very particular and like you said, laser focused, honed skill. And it, did, when you realized that that what was that's what was going on was it daunting did it seem daunting to you as a task to like learn how to ride that wave um no i think a couple things happened like for me you know i i was was and continue to be um a huge fan of of that style of music like i went to a lot of shows and so my first experience was like that type of moment happening with improvisational music was like going to a show and being swept away in it with everyone else when the band hits that peak. That's the reason like everyone is there waiting for, you know? Mm -hmm. So I became really familiar with that feeling and was like chasing it, which is why I went to so many shows. Um, and, and then like on the flip side, um, there were times when I was playing, classical music that's like you know super super meticulous and everything is prescribed and th there's no improvisation but there's still like a that same uh super focused moment of clarity where like you are completely on the edge of the moment and you're not thinking about the future or the past or anything else or yourself it's just like it's like a meditative moment that i assume is what people that do like long distance running or, or are actually good at meditation, which I am not <laughs> like this, the same moment of like, of just living in the present and not being yourself that everyone's chasing. So I, I would find that moment um, through improv at shows being in the audience. And then when I was playing, I would find it once in a while um, performing or playing classical music when like things were just really clicking and finding that same feeling in those two places was um, a super cool moment for me. And then it like eventually those two things kind of came together. And when I started realizing that like you can find that same moment that you're chasing at shows on your own, sitting down playing music and improvising, then like the same obsessive drive that I had of going to catch as many shows as possible became like, I want to play this music as much as possible because I'm going to find that same high and like, that's that's you know that's the thing i've been chasing forever in one form you no know, i get it i i after my first show i <laughs> i split and bought a school bus and and went on tour with the dead <laughs> like i get it i i understand yeah. that drive to like want to know it uh, from inside out from the foundation to the roof shingles like and that, yeah. that's what I wanted to ask you, too. This is a question we love asking, especially musical artists, is do you remember, was there a, you've seen a lot of shows from what I've read, especially Fish shows. Is there a first show where it, like, clicked, where you saw the improv and, like, you remember, like, that show turned me on? Um, No, and it's a weird one for me because, like, I feel like a lot of people come into it with like you know they'll have friends that take them to a bunch of shows and they you know they kind of get dragged along for like five or ten or whatever it is and then they have a show where like they get it and then they're into the band i um so for me like the the live setting fish was the one that got me first even though i grew up with the dead just because that's they were like 
really playing shows when I was um, at the right age. And, um, and like, I, you know, I missed the dead. I never got to see Jerry. I, I missed that whole, that whole boat. So um, I got into fish while they were not playing. And so I was super into the music and listening to live shows obsessively and like, you know, trading at the time blank CDs through the mail and just like I was all in and I thought I would never see them. So when they got back together um, and I got to see my first show, which was New Year's 2002, even though it wasn't like anything musically spectacular compared to well, all the other stuff they've done, that was already like the moment for me. Like there was there was no like there was nothing more to sell me on it. I was already all in, you know? <laughs> I'm good. This is it. Now the, the, the show is now the icing on the cake at that point. Yeah. I mean, it was just at like dumping more fuel on the fire that was already firmly entrenched. So it wasn't like, Oh, I, you know, I'm used to seeing concerts where it's X and like, this is really different. This is like, this went a place that I didn't know concerts could go. Like I already knew they could go there and yeah. I was looking for that, you know? Do you, because I know that I'm the kind of person that, like, when I like something or decide that I'm going to do something, I go all the way every time, and everything else kind of takes a back seat. And like I said, after my first show, like, that experience really changed the course of the rest of my life. Are you like that with other stuff, too, not just music? Uh... You know, I don't know. I, I would say personality-wise, yeah, but th there's nothing else that I've consistently, like, put that much time into. It's You know, like, there's yeah. nothing else I can stack up next to it. I mean, I, I, the things that I like, I really like, and the things that I don't like, I really dislike. <laughs> but I've never, like, I've never, like, committed myself all in anything else. And maybe part of that is because there's, like, never really been room for anything else. Like, I'm sure you relate to this, that you found the thing one show in, you went and bought a bus, like, yeah. <laughs> and went out and did the thing. Right. It's like, there, I just kind of feel like there's not room for multiple, uh, obsessive commitments like that, yeah. at least in my life, you know? And every time there's been something else that I'm into, it's like, well, it's going to be one or the other, you know? I think that that speaks to music isn't the one I'm going to hang up. <laughs> yeah, totally. And that speaks to a level of like uh, mental maturity that you, you have that I don't think I've reached. Like, I, I think that obsessive thing and understanding that nothing else is going to make you feel that thing that way really speaks to who you are. And I wonder too, like you trained under, the Suzuki method, right? Yeah. So do you think that that had uh, factors into that? Like, because that's not just playing piano. That's like a whole thing, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know how much that factored into this. I mean, it, it's a way of learning piano, but that was like, I don't know. I don't really know any other way of learning music. I was a little kid and that's how I did it. <laughs> yeah. But also like, you know, the thing with music being the, the thing that, is the thing in my life. Like that also, that took me a while to figure out. Like there's several times in my life when I've tried to do other things and like split my attention or like stopped playing altogether. Like I didn't really touch a piano for like two, two or three years for a while there. Like there's several times where I either kind of burn out and just hung it up 
really? or um or or like tried to do multiple things you know like i when i went to school i didn't um i didn't think i wanted to major in music because it felt like the easy way out mm-hmm. you know I, I like waited a few years to go to college i was running around on the road traveling and uh seeing shows and Checking you know fish. doing that whole thing mm-hmm. yeah um and when I decided to go, I thought I was going to like do all kinds of other stuff like environmental science or political science or urban planning or like, I don't know, a bunch of other things that like I was interested in. And I was like, I, I can't go major music. I've done that my whole life. Like that's the thing that's easy for me. That's just like, it's a cop out, wow. you know? And then, and then a couple semesters in, I was like, you're an idiot. Like <laughs> if it's, if it's, if it's easy, like, that's the thing you're supposed to be doing. And also like, don't make it easy. Like fine, keep, go after it to a level that it's going to push you and challenge you. Like you're, that's just stupid, you know, but it took me a while to figure that out. And I didn't really, I didn't really play during that time. You know, I was living in like a tiny apartment in San Francisco. I had just moved out here. I didn't really like, I didn't have a piano. I just kind of let it go, you know? Wow. And I vividly remember sitting down at, uh, at a piano and like playing after not really playing for, you know, a decent period of time. And just like, uh, just that moment <clears throat> where you didn't even realize that you were like carrying around a weight and it all of a sudden just like lifts off and you're like, Holy shit. How did I forget? <laughs> That's so crazy, Holly. Cause you, you were know? saying like the whole thing about the ease of it, like a cop out instead of like realizing like that's a gift. <laughs> that's why it's easy. It's, and it's not necessarily easy. It's just like a part of you. And that's such a sweet realization. What? A, awesome, that's awesome. That's all I got to say. I, I guess that's all <laughs> well, I got to say. And also on the flip side of that, like what you're saying, Holly, is the opposite of what most people think about pursuing music. Like they're like, it's too hard. I need to have a backup or I, I could never make it. Like, yeah, the way you saw it was that. the polar opposite of that thing. Well, I mean, I had that thought, too, because that's, like, something that you're told your entire life right. if you play music, you know? Oh, yeah, this is great. You know, have fun, but don't, like, don't count on making a career out of it. Nobody makes it, you know? Yeah. And so I think that that was, you know, at several different times when I, like, just put it aside or put it as, like, a side thing rather than something I was going to go after for for like my entire life and, and job and all those being rolled into one, like that definitely is, you know, that, that played a part. Yeah. But in some ways I feel like I was just kind of a slow learner to figure out like, you know, every time I'd go for it and then burn out and, and step away and then come back to it, it took a few cycles of that before it was like, okay, just like, just go in, you know, yeah. with both feet and quit, quit trying to do other things. It's not what you're supposed to be doing. Do you still- <laughs> Do you still find yourself, because I feel like this, like, do you still go through, <clears throat> excuse me, those cycles of up and down with music, like where you feel like, fuck, you know, this is, this is really hard. And then times when you're on top of the world with it. I mean, I think that's life in general. At this point, I don't, I don't have any thoughts of like stepping away from right. music, you know? Like, I think I, I, again, like, I feel like a slow learner that it took me a few cycles of that to really get it through my head, but I have it through my head. And it's also just like a, a learning process of self-care and like knowing the ways that I burnt myself out in the past and trying not to fall into those same 
pitfalls, you know? For for those people that are out there, like, for you, what are some of those ways that you burnt yourself out? And for me? <laughs> um, you know, I, like we were like we were talking about, I mean, you should relate to this, like, being obsessive about the thing that you love. It's really mm-hmm. easy to do that and nothing else. And, uh, you know, it's, like, for me, I just, I know that I need other things, you know? Right. I like, I need to, I need to go get outside. I need to take a few days where I just don't work. And that means like, not at all. Like, don't even (laughs) like get out of the house, get away from the piano, stop thinking about it, you know, go go for a hike or yeah, you know, it's it's like just stuff like that and taking time to, um, to still cultivate like the, the personal relationships that matter to you and, and just not, not, it's too easy to let everything else fall by the wayside when you really love the thing that you're spending all your time on, you know, and, keeping that in balance has been a learning process for me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one for us doing this podcast. Cause we, we try to give ourselves breaks like, okay, we have nothing next weekend, but then we other interviews come up and it's like, how do you say no? I imagine being a musician stuff comes up all the time where it's like, well, how can I pass up that gig? <laughs> We've got to do it. Yeah. And then like, you don't, you don't even feel bad saying yes if you're like, I'm legitimately really excited to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. of course I want to say yes to this. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, things can get a little. <laughs> yeah, the reality of <laughs> out of control yeah, if you don't put the brakes on at some yeah. point. You realize you'd have no personal time in two Six months, months yeah. <laughs> or something. That's why you're excited to sleep in your own bed and see your dog. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> so. In this break, have you planned anything for yourself, or are you just that's it? Like I'm taking a break, and I'm this. I've learned my lesson, and I'm chilling now. Oh, no plans. Yeah, ah, I've just been like yep. I've been, I've been uh, spending a lot of time like in the in the state park near my house, walking around. It's like it's a beautiful time of year here. I'm just like, you know, getting outside, sleeping a lot, and uh, yeah. That that. And I'm 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 still doing musical stuff, but nothing's scheduled. Uh, other than this interview. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I would thank you for that. Part of your break. Yeah. That's thank super you cool. for joining us. This is really awesome <laughs> for everybody who listens because you are, the band is amazing. And so it's awesome to be able to get in the heads. Like when we talked to Tommy, that was so great hearing He's his such side a cool, no nonsense of ghost light. Yeah, so. yeah, he is no nonsense. He's just straight out. He, Tommy's incredible. How did How did you and Tommy meet? You guys have played together, right? Yeah, you said Yeah, that. she played with um, Yeah, we were crossing paths at festivals. Okay. I feel like maybe we played together for the first time at Luna Light, um, which was like a, a festival that doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Uh, but, you know, we're just, we were on the same, on the same circuit of festivals and, and kept running into each other and... Um, I sat in with his uh, his old band, American Babies, a few times, and um, yeah, I think we just every time we played together, we were both really into it. it so like then it kind of became a conversation of like, how how can we do this more? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's cool because it seems like from a fan perspective, it seems like such the perfect match to me, the you guys, and the so like the first time. I was exposed to you solo was through a buddy of mine that's a huge fish fan and he gave me a cd this is a few years ago and i hear this amazing piano music and it's fish like 
and it made so much sense. I was like, man, I can't believe nobody's done this. Like it just (laughs) seemed like it made sense. Was it just you like paying tribute to the thing that you love and then just wanting to do it for yourself? Or was it like, um, were you like, this is my way to make it playing music? No, it was like in no way calculated. It's really funny because the thing that ended up like opening the door for me to really like have a, you know, like a national touring career and like really do this all in was an accident. What was the um, accident? I'm, I was, so, you know, my two worlds up until that point were like, I was playing classical piano and half since I was super little and like, I wasn't actively doing that at, at that point, but like that was one world for me. That's like a, a huge part of who I am. And then another part of who I am was like catching as many fish shows as possible and, and shows in general. And, um, and so I went to that uh, that show in Tahoe where they played the 37-minute tweezer and just lost my shit like everyone else there. And I listened to it obsessively. And, you know, uh, whenever I'm listening to something obsessively and really focusing on it, then, you know, you end up sitting down at uh, your instrument and, and playing around with little bits and pieces of it. And that somehow spiraled into, like, this little bit of it sounds cool on the piano. I should really just, like... I should just learn the whole thing. And then, you know, once you get a crazy idea like that in your head and you start, it's kind of hard to like put it down. So I been like for the next year, I was just up late at night writing, you know, writing down what I was hearing, listening to it, breaking it up into little pieces and transcribing it. And, um, I was just doing it like for kicks, you know, because I'm a big yeah. nerd and that's the kind of thing I like to do. Totally. I get it. And figured that like, you know, some of my friends that are, you know, but I've seen a bunch of shows with would be into it and we would just like have it as a, like a fun little thing. And, um, kind of on a whim, my husband was like, you should really record this when you're done and just like put it up online. I was like, man, no one gives a shit about that. There's like, there's like uh-huh. seven people in the world that are nerdy enough to be like, Oh yeah, this is cool. <laughs> and he was like, just do it. Uh, and he's like, also fish fans are, are a pretty nerdy bunch. Mm-hmm. Like you may yeah. be surprised. We definitely. Um, so putting that up there then just like spiraled into, um, and an album and shows and and at that point what I was doing was like not really improvising either for the most part it was very like very much a hybrid of um, you know being a, a, the, this rootedness in classical piano and then being a, a huge fish fan and um, as those two things collided and like it started it started to evolve and really turn into something that was way more like you know, rather than 95% of the show being me playing an arrangement of their music with like a tiny little bit of improv, it turned into like, how much of the show can I get away with where I'm just improvising and making shit up on piano and like putting these songs as touch points, like to bridge the gap between them and like to have landing places in between. Um, and so it really just like turned into a whole other thing. But, but from the beginning, it was completely accidental. Like, not accidental in the in the sense that like I put a shitload of hours into that, but I wasn't doing that because I was like, hey, you know what would be smart? I bet you I could open a door for myself here mm-hmm. if I did this. Yeah, I get it, it was purely just like I need something to do, and once I get started on something, I don't put it down. <laughs> so it just kind of snowballed. <laughs> it, it, transcribing that, okay, that's Tahoe what I was Tweezer, say. to like, me in my mind is like that's like summiting Everest musically that that thing is so out there in a lot of places and to be able to pull that off 
really it, Jesus Christ, Holly. <laughs> I don't even know what to, like when I listen to it, I'm like, how the hell is she playing all the parts? Like, I, yeah, but laser focused. She, you mentioned earlier, Holly. Clearly, that's. I, yeah. I drank. A, I drank a lot of coffee and stayed up really late. <laughs> it's so. I've had moments that like. You know, I'm, I'm standing backstage at a festival and like I'm talking to Dennis McNally or, you know, whatever. And I step outside of myself and I'm like, holy shit, this is happening. Like, <laughs> this is so <laughs> surreal and weird. Like, how did I end up here? You, do you still have those moments? All the time. Isn't it a trip? All. <laughs> totally. Oh All the time. <laughs> I think about like my 18 year old self and like now and the time between then and now and like wow okay this is this is what came out of it i'm good like i'm good with with the decision of buying a school bus all those years ago if this is where <laughs> fuck you fuck yeah good on me yay I wanted to ask to get a little more into Ghost Light because we're all of us sitting here, are, you know, somewhat familiar with the other artists you play with, and like Raina is just like a, she's a bitty badass. She's just amazing. <laughs> Can you just talk a little about the other people in the band and you know, like what they mean to you in the band? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I, I guess like, I mean, the thing I'm I'm most grateful for in this band is that everybody is willing to take chances constantly. Mm. And and that goes for like what we decide to do collectively, musically, um, each night in the moment. And also just like everyone's constantly pushing themselves and trying to get out of their comfort zone and trying to like try new stuff as musicians, whether it's like singing in a slightly different way or just like, you know, like me and Scotty will nerd out and he'll send me videos of him practicing where he's doing these like insane exercises with like several polyrhythms going and, you know, it's just like super nerdy shit, but like ev everyone's committed to, to trying to find like a new angle to bring in or like a, a new skill set to push themselves past. And that's like a, it's a very inspiring environment to be in, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like a, it's like a juggernaut, like a, <laughs> nexus of creative badasses getting together to like push themselves further and see and, and being open too to like hey we could completely fuck this up or this could turn out to be really beautiful in the end like that yeah cool. and that that's like a, a acceptance of risk that everyone is committed to which is why it continues to be interesting in my mind you know like it's we could definitely play, I guess, more consistent shows mm -hmm. that would be more homogenous, and you know, you wouldn't, you it wouldn't be as interesting to see five or six of them back to back. Like, it would, it would certainly be easier, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's uh, mentally taxing to try to come up with something new every night, and like you know, you got to really be on your toes. We don't, we don't even write out a set list for the night, much less play the oh, same shit. set list night to night. So yeah, it's like, and, and everyone in the band is like into that, you know, let's, let's 
try the ballsy thing even though we might all fall on our faces and the the flip side of that is like we're incredibly lucky to have a fan base that is like primed to accept that risk because of other bands that have come before us and opened the door for that so people don't you know if you try something and it, it doesn't quite work and you crash through a transition but then like half an hour later something amazing comes out of it people are forgiving of that because they're not looking for perfection like most of our fan base is looking for like the, the spontaneity and like can you create something in the moment that's like new and and that you know that shared acceptance of risk and being okay with that and even embracing it and chasing after it is like something I'm super glad we have in the band and in our fan base and just like in the scene that we play music in you know I, I think too that like from from a fan perspective and I'm sure you can identify with this from seeing fish a million times like there's those moments in a show where you can feel the the train wreck happen. I mean, you may not be musically savvy, but the energy f- starts to fall and you get that like drop in the pit of your stomach, like, oh shit. But then there's those bust outs, those moments when the peak rises and everybody's in it together. And as a group of fans, I think that we not only are forgiving, I think we fucking forget because when those yeah. when those drops happen and everything falls out and there's a train wreck and then you guys come back with something beautiful and huge it completely wipes. for me wipes that train wreck away and it it somehow in a weird way adds to the beauty of the whole thing yeah it's like it's like higher highs and lower lows you know like you're mm. not going to have one without the other and it's also like I, if i were going to watch someone do like a like an Olympic ice skating routine. I would way rather see the person who's like, fuck it. I'm going to try the really crazy thing that like, there's only a 50, 50 shot. I land it, but if I land it, it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened. You know, like taking that risk and just going for it versus like, you know what? I'm going to take the safe road. I know I can nail this routine. I've done it a million times. Like, let's just take the, the secure, you know, the sure thing. And I'm not really interested in that and I don't I don't think most people in the scene musically are like I'd rather see the person that's like all right let's just like let's go for the Hail Mary you know yeah and then you hit the touchdown you're like fuck yeah that, that's what's so exciting <laughs> or, about or, or you know it, or it ends in a uh, you know fiery uh and you get up the next day and try it again yeah, totally. <laughs> and that's what makes it so exciting well obviously for you and the band and, and as us, us as spectators yeah. that's what's so exciting about improvisational music is it's it's truthful and genuine and it's it's life life is a roller coaster ups and downs and it's fun to go on that ride with you musicians when you're on stage yeah and you know as like a, a fan of 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 you know bands that also take these risks like that's that's the shit that would always excite me mm-hmm. from the other side of the stage you know yep. and i i want to be able to like experience that same thing and also provide that that same kind of thing i'm not really interested in the like here we'll we'll just give you the same same thing that you've been eating for dinner the last yeah, package this shit <laughs> in a box and we're gonna play the same set list every night and you guys are gonna be you guys are going to eat it. Well, up. that's I, I find too. I, I just said this recently on an interview that, that one of the most magical things in life to me and to all of us is those moments that produce goosebumps. Mm. And like you've done that with your solo stuff, and it's 
gone over into ghost light <clears throat> just this morning we're sitting here me and Aaron are both like short it's like look dude goosebumps all up and down my arm <laughs> <clears throat> listening to this it just hits that place that needs to you know needs that good scratch i i think i think we're gonna you're coming up to to portland yeah in july, july 18th well, and the, she's gonna be here for the old church holly is that true are you gonna be here in september at the old church um, I, I, hmm. Talk to my booking agent. He'll let you know. <laughs> All right. That's a question mark. <laughs> that's a schedule question. Uh, you're not I, will, I will say this. There, there will be some solo shows happening later this year. And the old church is one of my favorite venues to play ever anywhere for solo stuff. So I, I will, so cool. I will be back. I don't know. I don't know yet when it's going to be, but, um, that's definitely in the cards at some point here. And then Ghostlight will be at um, Northwest String Summit, which we're super, super excited about. Um, and then we're also, uh, yeah, I think, I think we've got something else up there this, this summer. Um, but, I yeah, think, so maybe, yeah, we're we will, get to maybe we will see you out there. Yeah, we'll I, see. I, Northwest String Summit's 20 minutes from our house, so we will be there <laughs> for yeah. sure. We're not there. We get something happen, something bad happens. Yeah, I we're working on being part of that so hopefully we'll get to meet and give you a hug and tell you thanks in person and I, yeah man come say hello there. yeah totally and the old church yeah. have you gotten to play that yeah, organ that's in there yeah oh she said it's her favorite <laughs> that's funny um last time i was there i finally asked them like so how do we fire this thing up like can i can i mess with this <laughs> and uh I, I played it at sound check and was like oh man i I feel like there's cool stuff that could be done there, um, but I, I haven't I haven't done it during a show. I haven't figured out how I would want to. I mean, really, what it comes down to is, is I'm like, if I could only reach the piano and the organ, one with each hand. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's physically possible unless I can get like an Inspector Gadget kind of thing happening yeah. with my uh, left arm. So <laughs> last year on I think it was May fourth we saw uh, this band called the Garcia Birthday Band there and their keyboard oh, yeah. player played the organ and he did the Star Wars Star Wars theme, yeah. he did Zelda it was, so <laughs> it was great it was, he was just was having fun goofing around he said it's his favorite but that, that room really is special, you're right Like there's something magic in that place that isn't in a lot of rooms do you, do you find that like mm. as you travel around and play places, do you find that the rooms have characters to themselves like different personalities yeah some more than others and the ones that really have their own feel tend to be the favorites you know the old, the old church has its own vibe um and amazing acoustics too and then the other thing that i just really has endeared it to me is i've i've just had like uh for example i played there on uh inauguration night mm. and it was just this like super heavy emotional thing and like I I don't know there's there's just been like a lot of moments like that in that room for me for various uh reasons and it just it's always a special place to come back to that's cool <clears throat> so wow there's a lot happening man you must be super excited about and this summer I, I have I have a question that I just have to ask you because no. I won't well, nope. it may be a silly question but it seems like 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 genetically you kind of have an advantage of playing piano because watching your fingers when you're playing the piano I mean it looks like you're 
like your finger span like you can like with one hand span like eight nine keys <laughs> uh, obviously <laughs> I, I just think that the lens towards being able to do like more on the piano does it um yeah i mean i i have really uh strange shaped fingers i have my dad's hands through and through um thanks dad and they're like really really long and weird but it also means that i have a, a pretty good span especially for uh like for a girl's hand i i think i can i can span a tenth but not uh not quickly but that's pretty good but then there's also like there's you know people i've seen play where i'm like oh. or things that have been written that i <laughs> struggle to play because i still don't quite have the reach but yeah i i uh they're they're built well for what i do <laughs> <laughs> well holly i'm I'm really honored to have had you here with us, hang out and have coffee with us this morning. And I am super looking forward to seeing you up here in the Pacific Northwest because there ain't no yeah, better place. We're, warm. <laughs> we're excited too. Right on. Well, one last thing too. I just got to oh say, my God. Melanie started a thing in our family and I saw happy early birthday, but happy birthday month. Melanie started a <laughs> oh, thing yeah. in our household. Birthday. <laughs> I, uh, my birthday's this month too, May 26th. So this is also oh, my well, ha- birthday month. Happy birthday month to you. <laughs> to you too. And you enjoy your relaxing time Hell before yeah. you have to hit the road again. And... So you are allowed in your birthday month to ask for whatever you want. The whole month. The whole month. From everybody. Really? It's called, yeah. yeah it's you're called allowed. birthday month. Yeah, you have permission from now until the <laughs> yeah, end you, of the month. Yeah, you let your mm-hmm. husband and all everybody else know that yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, your yeah, birthday there's, month. There's, there's a lot of people in my life I'm going to need to inform of this recent development, so uh, <laughs> yeah. they're prepared. Yeah, it's, <laughs> an important, it's an important thing. Right all right. On. Well, go enjoy your day and, and your dog and your husband and... Thanks for spending some of your alone time and your your chill time with us. We really yeah. appreciate that. Oh yeah, thanks thanks for having me on. It was great talking with you guys, yeah. and well, we'll uh, we'll see you at uh, String Summit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right on. Have a great day. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right Bye. Talk to you guys later.
That was dope. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. She's awesome. I like She's Holly. She's rad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Holly's a, a special soul. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I love the fact that the reason that she did what she did is to dig into it and like she's a nerd take it apart yeah she was like yeah, i'm like gonna be pu- nerd about this yeah like a puzzle that's why i was starting to say like like, like she was just like i want i want to know if i can do this in my like she said in her spare, in spare time, time there was no goal or anything just hmm hmm i know this stuff let me break it I down transcribe and, you know what, this guess, whole fucking thing i guess that's how a lot of people get great at the thing that they're doing and it it's like she said like it was almost by accident like you know what i really love engines and in my spare time i'm gonna start taking cars apart and see how they run and then six and, years later you're a master mechanic well, by like, accident. You said, like but nobody Oops. else has any interest in this oh, maybe oh, seven other people in the world and then her husband pushes her to put it out there and hey, put here it, we are now people talking like to holly just do it holly getting ready to see <clears throat> ghost light soon if you it's like something that someone else likes it just Quit thinking you're the only one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're not the only one. Someone else likes it, I promise. Yeah. Most isn't there an internet rule around? Rule thirty four, but that's a different it's a different kind of rule. It's it's not it's not the same thing. Same thing. No. So what do you think, Mel? Did you enjoy the interview? Yeah. (laughs) I I really liked her tenacity for um like I don't want to say perfection, because I don't think it's perfection, but like just going all in. And digging in there and seeing what you can do and um, surprising yourself. And then finding a group of individuals that bring you up and you bring them up too simultaneously. Like those are the key points that I got out of it that I really admire and aspire to. Like to, I think that when, since we've been living here, we've done a little bit of that for each other has been kind of inspirations and the people that help each other like come out of the mud and then also like you know when we're not feeling it being pulled out of the mud from everybody else so. and when you are feeling it pushing even further than you would have if you were just yeah, yeah. On your own. that like she said it several times to be open to be open just to be open open to failure well, open said, to like, success she said a thing shared acceptance of risk so everybody in the band has that shared acceptance of risk that we're going to take of not going for the things that you know that you can do, but going beyond that and seeing what happens. That's a whole different way of living. And being fine with falling on your face. More than fine. Like, okay, we fall on our face. That's how do we recover eloquently or beautifully or just, okay, we fucked up. Let's yeah. keep going. Like. Yeah basically the failure is no consequence here nor there it's just a part of it and we're gonna happen sometimes and it's then it's not gonna happen sometimes Mm -hmm. and kind of makes me think about our house and like what's going on right now like we have it so easy 97 percent of the time Mm -hmm. and then when we don't we all get super uncomfortable and like all agitated but in the end 
all of it's the same. We're fortunate. We're always fortunate to have what we have. One, each other. Two, a beautiful home. Three, our minds and our will. And I don't know, it's just a really it, cool lesson well, that it, it discomfort is a, a method of growth. And like we're doing, and like she said too, when you're open to the risk and everything like that, to me, it's obviously how the magic is created. Yep. Trying to create magic doesn't work. Mm -mm. It creates itself within the atmosphere that's been set for it. That's the thing of like sitting down to do the, have these conversations and that nervousness is part of it. Not, not fear, but that like willing acceptance that you don't know what's going to happen and bringing yourself there and showing up for the thing to happen however it does however the conversation unfolds that's the thing if you think Ah. about like when people say nervous right like nerves um you think of like maybe like up like high energy or or like movement or yeah right Mm -hmm. that's energy energy is coming to you yeah errant energy and it's you can feel it's like the sticking up of your hair on your arms or just that intuition when you go into a space and you feel it's haunted right like nerves are a way it's like kind of like your body telling you you got to do something i was just thinking i've been thinking about redoing the uh the thing up here and i haven't been able to stop thinking about it all day I have errant energy about Wait, it right yeah. now. They don't know what the thing up <laughs> the here thing is. Oh, yeah. There. So, like, our backyard, there's, like, a little path that goes up to this tiny little... It's grotto. It's not really a clearing. Yeah, a grotto's a good name. Yeah. And it's a very nice spot if we kept it's it nice. It's a beautiful spot. And I'm, like, jittery about it right mm-hmm. this second. Yeah, so nervous. <laughs> when we're done here, I'm going to go rake it. I think sometimes we use words um, and, you know maybe they do apply or don't apply but nervous it doesn't always have to be a negative or a, a you know nervous you, is exciting yeah. that's a weird that's yeah. weird that you said that yeah not weird uh, i was sitting you were working at your desk yesterday mm-hmm. your collage desk and i was sitting in the chair over there reading and it's a book my brother gave me years ago when i took my first degree in the OTO, it's a book called Portable Darkness. It's a Aleister Crowley reader. And I haven't looked at it in a really long time. And so I opened it up and I started reading the, um, the foreword. And the foreword is written by Robert Anton Wilson. And he was talking about how Crowley dug into life in such a way that his major tool to express his experience was language and language at its base is a broken thing because to all of us words mean something different based on our experiences so when i say nervous what i mean by that isn't necessarily by definition what, what that thing means. means and it doesn't mean it to you and it doesn't mean it to you and you guys out there think something different so the language itself is a broken tool to try and express and that's why music is so beautiful because it transcends that language that broken barrier well it's not a d- defined thing it's not a border like you can't like put the d sound <laughs> 
in a, bo- a box. Like you if can't you put hear the D it, in the box. Sorry, you can't put D in the box, right? <laughs> well, right? You can't put it in. The, if you okay, if somebody played wow. a D on a flute or a let's fl- do a C. Okay. Okay. okay, okay, C. Thank okay. you. Guys, I guys don't like the D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you played, funny. if you played a note and you played it on several different instruments, the sound will be similar, but it is also going to be different. Yeah, the feeling yeah. of the, the note is different based on the instrument that's And that note can be it. different every time you listen to it. Like, there are songs that may put something on, you find it sad right now. Yep. I find it happy and uplifting, you but know, that, music. But that's what I mean about it transcending mm-hmm. language. Yeah, because yeah. Because the, the, the note just is a thing. It doesn't carry definition with it. It it can be... It's a suggestion. It, it's, it's not even a suggestion. It's a it's blank just slate a voice. for you. It's just yeah. happening. Okay. To project like yourself on yeah. it. It is what thing. it is. Not... And, and your interpretation of it isn't wrong based on how you feel. And that's how a lot of miscommunication happens when you're speaking with anybody. Uh, your partner, teacher, uh, whatever. You're speaking with somebody and the communication of the words that you use plus the tone of voice that you use that's what's coming at that person not necessarily the words that you're saying you know what i mean like oh yeah tone means everything it's like we said with dart like you could talk to darwin like you're such a good dog we love you he's gonna yeah get the tone and be like well that's what and to me especially after talking to holly like that's why music is one of the reasons that music is so fucking cool because it transcends all that shit and there's no box there's just not any way to interpret it other than your interpretation and especially improv music and i think it's cool too what holly's done by taking fish and the dead's music and playing it on the piano it's like transcribing the feelings that she's had while listening to that music and not putting it into words, but transcribing it into sound. This is what I felt when I listened to this song. Here it is. You guys feel what I felt. That's why like most of my favorite songs are covers. I fuck covers and remixes. I love that because someone heard a thing and thought not like I can make this thing better, but there's potential in this thing for me and they wanted to share that with the rest of the world i think it's amazing yeah out and share that emotion i want to say the same thing but in my voice yeah Mm -hmm. or in my way it's amazing and Mm -hmm. to to take something like the tahoe tazo tweezer (laughs) to take the tahoe tweezer and transcribe god that's a tongue twister take the tazo tweezer and transcribe it take the tazo it, that really to me like i wasn't just blowing smoke up her ass like that to me is like summoning everest yeah that thing there's so much in there there's so much feeling there's so many different parts happening and at points the music completely melts down into utter chaos and to be able to to hone your skill to that kind of focus to where you can pull it back together she defined chaos jesus christ that's that's a virtuoso yeah in my in my book like that's somebody that is for lack of a better word a musical genius 
let's like transcribe like Trey and all them when they're playing that they probably don't even know where you they know, were I or really what notes like and to take that and break it down is everybody man. has potential to do that in their own way what do I you mean by that meaning i don't feel that holly's any more special than trey than trey's any more special than prince and prince is any more special than aaron or apple some or... people some people have talent though. and no, some that's people not what can't... i mean i'm not talking about talent i'm talking about the ability to move somebody mm. with their mm. emotion mm -hmm. okay that's yeah, what yeah. i'm talking I, about I, i'm not talking I about we were skill talking about, like well, that's why I'm saying what I mean. Yeah. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean this. Everybody has the ability to move somebody in any language that they choose. I could write a cute little note misspelled, but it may remind Aaron of when Simon wrote him something and it will move him in a certain way. And this is what's cool about people like Holly and Trey. They're just doing their version of it. Everybody can do a version of it. There's Nobody's left out. It's not about no, a hidden I, talent. It's no, about but there's something extra spectacular about a someone being technically skilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. the the discipline that yes. it takes yeah, is a, there's there it is amazing it, yeah. discipline. There's a, a decision and then a, a discipline that is amazing a discipline can make you do amazing feats mm -hmm. so on that note uh get it uh, anyway, no, sorry wow. that was bad on that note go out there and enjoy your days have fun smile at a stranger hug somebody hug somebody pet your dog enjoy the sunshine go do get some out gardening your phone for a minute man go look at the sky Be enjoy true. your family while you have them do your thing yeah. share it with all everybody right. and we will be back next week with more stuff and all the things and the you know you know what all the things are about and the instagrams and the reddits and the patreons and the things and the whatnots and we'll see you at the gorge and we'll see you at joe russo and we'll see you at all the places and we love you guys bye bye, bye.
I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.